If you're anything like me, you're a 35-year-old podcaster living in the Pacific Northwest in a house with two other beef boys. And as a 35-year-old podcaster living in the Pacific Northwest, lives with some beefy boys in a boy's house, uh, you like to give back to the things you love. If you love this podcast and want to give back, head on over to patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro gaming podcast. And this week we are reading your responses to Blaster Master for the NES. Indeed. Um, thank you guys very much for uh, for coming out and responding. Yeah. This, uh, this hidden gem. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and get started here with Jay. Well, this is uh, some follow-up oh, actually hey. from uh, the previous episode of uh, about King of Dragon Pass. I will get uh, started with this follow-up from Jay. Uh, Jay follows up via contact. Just so you know, if you can wrap your heads around King of Dragon Pass, you'll be able to wrap your heads around Crusader Kings 2, which, by the way, is actually not too self-serious either. One rare event chain has you raise the literal spawn of the devil. Another has you open up an inn and decide how much salt you want to put in the pretzels. <laughs> I really recommend spending a few hours looking into it. It's great. Yep. <laughs> that, is, that is cool. Like I, The things I had seen were really serious, but mm-hmm. I also was watching you know, a Let's Play of it, not uh, a lot of it. You know, yeah. like not not exclusively, so yeah. or extensively. So, like when I was talking about, like, oh, there's there's stuff in the game that'll, um, you know, be a little bit funny, but most of it is like emergent. Like, oh, I can't believe it's happened. That was from watching the Idle Thumbs stream of it. Oh, okay. Which is which is pretty popular um, in terms of like here here are some new people coming to this genre, and they were making more fun out of the serious stuff than there was fun stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. But I believe people because we have fans who are really into this. Um, even continuing to QJ, who writes in on the same oh, tip, essentially. Um, I know Crusader King 2 not only falls outside of the kinds of games you tend to cover on your show, but also well outside the kinds of games either of you tend to enjoy personally. But if you enjoyed King of Dragon Pass, I just want to make a short personal appeal as to why I think you owe it to yourselves to try this one out as well. Please consider the following. There are some bullet points here, all of which are good. Um, the first, it is filled with RPG decision points, both scripted and emergent from gameplay, were gut uh, more gut-wrenching than in just about any other game I've played. Bullet point two, is it metal? If a game that allows you to supplant the Catholic Church with Thor worship is metal, then yes. Number three, do you like lore? Well, the lore for this game is medieval European history. Perhaps a fan of hardcore history could see the appeal. Yes, I can. Number four, I think you underestimate the humor in the game. There's a surprising amount uh, in the scripted events and an endless amount in the bizarre alternate histories that emerge from gameplay. Next bullet point, you guys like games that reward learning from failure, right? CK2 is all about failure. The real game lies not uh, in what you do when you're successfully ruling a kingdom, but in how you try to claw your way back once you inevitably have a disastrous roll of the dice. Then the final one, I believe you also like games that don't hold your hands. (laughs) Uh, boy, does this one never do that. Uh, it's seeming impenetrability is probably the biggest barrier to entry, uh, but it's the sort of game that rewards you in a big way for just trying stuff out and not worrying too much about whether you completely understand the mechanics. You can play this game for hundreds of hours and still not 100% understand these mechanics, and I mean that in a good way. Mastering the mechanics of CK2 is ultimately not really the point. The fun is in all the emergent stories that crop up while you do your best to manage an unmanageable kingdom. Cool. Yeah, you're doing a good job of selling that. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for it. Yeah, for like Steam sale or something like it that. Pretty much is always on sale. Yeah, that's the, cool. The tricky part is you get the base game, but then there's like rule the Ottoman Empire oh, as, a, yeah. as like an expansion pack. So I'm never sure if I want to like complete the collection. Yeah, because like I would like to be an Arab lord. That's yeah, pretty why, cool. Why not? Yeah. Um. 
yeah that sounds good i will like i'll take that under advisement and do so once i get caught up for a show show playing mm-hmm. um thanks guys uh on to responses about blaster master christopher says via contact Longtime listener, first-time writer. I never owned Blaster Master, but I sure did rent it a lot back when renting video games meant making rounds to three different convenience stores, a supermarket, and a gas station to see what was in at the time. I liked Blaster Master enough. It was a fun game, but what stuck in my mind was the world's power books, where it described uh, the fight to get your faithful pet and find out what love really means along the way. <laughs> so what happens with uh, with the frog in the book? Um, I'm I, I, That was the first. I read the world's power books in order. Mm-hmm. For the novel, and I don't remember. Oh, because <laughs> that's the first one, and it really blurs. Like they're <laughs> really bad, so I don't remember. I didn't read that one as a child. There are okay. worlds of power books I did read when I was young, but that's not mm-hmm. one of them. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, sorry for the anticlimax. I just yeah, I can't cannot recall. <laughs> I was just curious. Um, Gustavo writes in via contact saying, "I played this game on the original NES back in the early '90s, and it was probably the." formative video game of my life. Also, the fact that I played this with my brothers gives me warm feelings of memories long forgotten. Here are a few things that I still remember about the game. We had to play stage four on mute because the stage song was spooky and it frightened me. That is the sewer theme. Um, It still makes me a bit uncomfortable, but I can play with the music on and the lights on too. I still remember a handful of glitches in this game. When you pick up a new part and the victory music plays, if you pause and unpause the game, the music will restart. Me and my bros use this to do uh, use this glitch as if it uh, were a way to brag about our victories. Um, if you die as Jason on the platform segment and you pause slash unpause the game repeatedly, its sprite will be replaced by an empty triangle. Hmm. Huh. One last thing. I did an, uh, a let's play of this uh, almost eight years ago. In parentheses, Jesus fuck. <laughs> um, by today's standards, this is a pretty atrocious LP. And even back then, in the year of 2007, okay, it was still bad. <laughs> but here's a link to it. We'll put a link in the show notes there. Um, it's so bad, I wish I could get a time-traveling machine uh, to punch myself in my formerly fat face. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoy this game, uh, and I will have an angry email at the ready if your opinions don't match mine. Three smiley face emoticons in a row. Tanks, Gustavo. Tanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I hopefully you think we're fair. Yeah, we were kind to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, those glitches are cool. I definitely didn't find those, um, which I might have when I was young, but mm-hmm. when I was older playing on 3DS, I don't know if they carried over or if I just wasn't looking for them. Yeah. Uh, Nick says via contact, ah, Master Blaster. Or is it Blaster Master? Baster Master? Monster Butler? <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, Monster Butler. <laughs> you rang. Hello. Is that the doorbell? The- yeah, <laughs> yeah that would, that's a good, be a good doorbell or ringtone. Yeah. Um, every time you answer the door, it's a UPS adventure. Um, <laughs> what the fuck was the name of this game again? Anyway, uh, never has a story of a boy and his frog derailed in such a glorious way. Also, don't leave a radioactive barrel just sitting in your yard. Am I right? I played this gem as a kid, and even with kid patience, it was thumb-blisteringly difficult at times. Back in the day, before the interwebs, schoolyard chatter was where you got your tips and walkthroughs, and no one else had the game, so I was left to my own devices. I do remember eventually beating it, but being disappointed to discover that the giant weird demon thing, uh, GWDT, which is not that much quicker to say, uh, (laughs) uh, I'm just going to say giant demon, Um, giant (laughs) demon transformed into a weird armored guy. I thought that was the, the giant demon was my mutated frog. Even as a kid, I thought... Man, this story would have been, had so much more depth if I was forced to kill the very thing I sought to find. 
Still, I was very impressed at the giant demon battle, uh, it being one of the largest sprites I'd ever seen. Lots of childhood memories can't come back from this title. The cover art being creepy with the giant demon right there on the package. I don't know how many games put uh, the emboss right on the cover. Um, I also love the music. It was some of the best NES music I can remember up there with DuckTales at moments. I have a weird olfactory memory with this game. Bear with me, this is going somewhere. Back in the late 80s, there was a bread machine craze, at least in southern Indiana. (laughs) Bread makers were being sold everywhere and were the Christmas gift of choice in 1987. My mom got uh, caught up in the fad in a big bad way. The following summer, at every possible chance, my mother was making yeast rolls. While I was uh, whiling away my precious summer days in our basement, my mom was upstairs baking it up. (laughs) I heard you guys were doing this game, and I was so excited, so I hopped over to YouTube and watched the intro. Boom. As soon as I heard the notes and the building crescendo that follow the frog-chasing cutscene, all I could smell was a sweet aroma of fresh-baking bread. I've had the same thing happen when listening to any songs from Mega Man 2. Weird, but pleasant and comforting. P.S. This jarred something else out of my memory, but you guys should totally play uh, Totally Rad for the NES at some point. It might be the most 80s thing to happen in 1990. <laughs> that seems more like a um, more like a abject suffering game from looking at it, just because it is that weird gem kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I actually don't know. Total, totally rad. Uh, look it up. It is. It is. It, it's like a pog came to life. Oh, weird. <laughs> oh, thank God. Do you have any of those sensory memories linked to games? Uh, just music. I never. No smell. No stuff. But I, I talked before about how REM's Green is tied to Arrow the Acrobat. Oh yeah. Like in a in a way that cannot be undone. Yeah, uh, certain early SNES games are linked to cigarette smoke because hmm. uh, my dad got me the SNES. So like Mario World or Star Fox, I actually bring that up because, you know, playing it over at his house, there was cigarette smoke. Hmm. Um, and also uh, later SNES games, I would play over with my grandparents and they always had that orange slice candy. Oh, you know, because those they're things, old. yeah. 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 <laughs> so sometimes I'll get a taste of the orange slice candy <laughs> and think I should go to Amish country and buy that <laughs> because I don't know where else you get orange slice candy. Um, and finally here sorry this is a little bit short but we're in person and in a bit of a time crunch uh, Greg writes in via contact saying I got to play Blaster I got to play Blaster Monster Butler uh, shortly after it came out when I was 12 years old and it was one of the many NES games that I played quite a lot but never owned thanks to my mom as I've talked about on my own podcast I was lucky enough during the years of 1985 through 1995 to have a mother who managed a video store that also rented NES, SNES, and Genesis games uh, so, uh, so that I could get the newest and most popular movies and games when they first came out. Charmed childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, about six months after the game came out, it was a Friday night, and my mom had to work the next day. I had a friend over for the night, and I asked her to bring home some games, and one was Blaster Master. When she came home, she handed me a VHS tape as well as the games and said, this is a game hint video that I ordered a few months ago, but I keep getting complaints that it's not that good. Can you check this out um, and tell me what you think? The weird coincidence was that the tape featured Blaster Master tips. Fast forward a few hours and the two of us are stuck on the boss of stage three, um, the machine boss that clones itself and moves around the screen. I defeated him in the past, but I always found this the hardest boss of the game as so much of it seems to depend on luck and fast reflexes, and you can't use the pause cheat on it. So my friend suggested we turn to the tape. It really wasn't all that good. Most of the stuff they showed was basic Nintendo Power stuff or stretches of gameplay that had nothing to do with what they were talking about. And some of the gameplay was shown at a wide angle, with the hands of the guy playing the game and the TV he was playing on only taking up a very small part of your TV. I could see why people who rented this from my mom's store would feel disappointed that they rent, rented it. Their secret to the boss fight we were having trouble with, they were clearly using a controller with turbo. 
This was easy to tell from how fast the grenades were coming out of Jason in a rapid fire stream. Well, we didn't have a controller with turbo, and it wasn't like that was going to be of any help to us in our present situation. What a ripoff! We both had a good laugh uh, with that one, and didn't end up going back to the game as we played other things instead. When I made a report to my mom later on, telling her that, yep, this tape is not very good at all, she responded, keep it then. It's not doing me any good uh, in the store if I can't rent it. I shrugged, and I put away, I put it away into my closet and forgot about it for years. Someone, sometime around 2005, I finally sold it to a game collector for a decent price. Hmm. I wasn't aware that there was a market for those. No, I, I understand there's a demand for them because they're kind of cool. Oh, yeah. But I didn't realize there was a market for them. Well, there's that uh, YouTube channel that, that did the uh, the Magma Mansion uh, boss walkthroughs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, My Life in Gaming yeah. is the name of that. The um, Also on the, uh, the that's been our show notes too many times to show up again. <laughs> you guys can find it. Um, the search Magma Mansion. <laughs> yeah. It is a... Uh, uh, that that sound the the biggest takeaway from that like that is a good story but also like boy that does sound like a charmed childhood like <laughs> mom who managed a video rental place yeah like if if one of my parents came home with like a VHS tape was like tell me if this video game VHS tape is good <laughs> like what a dream yeah <laughs> like that sounds great it's, it's like logically you know the people who own and run the stores have kids yeah like intellectually yeah, you, never... you can understand it but like that sounds like the premise that's like one step below the premise of Richie Rich yeah, <laughs> yeah or like Charlie. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, yeah. like, what have you had with the son of a... Yeah, that's pretty special. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that, that's the... I mean, we, I've said it before. I'm not going to tell the whole story again, but that's the origin. Those shitty tips are the origin of the show name for the show, too, mm-hmm. is that, like, watch out for fireballs, like, tip. You know, like, tip <laughs> tip and tricks, like, books and tapes were such a, like... There just aren't that many tips and tricks mm-hmm. from some of this stuff. Those so continued much longer than you would think. Like, yeah. even, even in the mid-2000s, I remember working at GameStop and selling like DVD walkthroughs like Prima and Brady started trying to do mm. them for like Hitman Blood Money and I could see it being useful. That's interesting. I've never seen a video one. I know the book ones that were just collections of tips or multiple mm-hmm. games would would continued because in thrift stores I'll see it's like Ultimate Wii Secrets. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, Ultimate yeah. Wii Secrets? Like, oh, huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the same codes from the early 80s except it's Wii it's for the, the virtual, virtual console. console. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just up, up, down, down, left. Of what? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, well thank you everybody for for writing in we mm-hmm. really appreciate it uh again sorry about the length of this but we are a little bit of time crunch we're going to get ready for the the convention but you'll hear that episode next week um, <laughs> from when you're hearing this so um thank you guys very much yeah if you have any thoughts on um uh, system, system shock, shock too. yep uh or um right in with castlevania stuff just in case we decide to put that in um yeah. understand if we don't because we usually get live responses mm-hmm. on that as well um and then Check out our social channels to find out what stealth game won the poll because we're looking for responses there. And you can do that at uh, duckfeed.tv slash contact. Indeed. Um, yeah. And if you want to help out the show, you can head over to uh, patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv. That's probably the most direct way you can help out. Um, anything you can do helps. Just listening helps. But that's probably the most direct financial way you can help. Yep. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah. And I don't think we really have deleted stuff. So nope. that's going to be it for this episode. Um, but yeah, thank you guys very much. Yeah. Thank you. Good night, boss.